Welcome back in. It is a Thursday. It is the Bill Michaels Show. I am Ben Kenny. With me is Mr. Grant Bills. No Bill today, no Bill tomorrow. He is back after the Packers game Sunday night, Green and Gold Post Game Show, as well as Monday and all throughout next week. So Packers Bears coming up on Saturday. We'll get into the matchup a little bit later. We'll get into some good trends for the Packers, things to note, as well as something a Bears player said that I think is a, a, a pretty gross misstep when it comes to what to say and what not to say before a game like this. We'll get into all of that. Where we are right now, Aaron Rodgers met with the media yesterday. We are talking about the young wide receivers. We are talking about the offense as a whole. And this cut, I think, Grant, that I'm about to play is the kicker in all of this. It came, uh, it turned into, excuse me, a piece by Rob Domofsky of ESPN. Aaron Rodgers talking about, does he feel he needs to play more cautious with young wide receivers and an experienced offensive line? Take a listen. I mean, I got to play the same way. You know, I don't, I don't play the way I played in 2011. It's. You know, I gotta I gotta play on time, and guys gotta get open. Uh, so no, I'm not gonna change the way I play. We just have to realize who's out there, who we're throwing to, and how we're gonna actually make some hay and score some points. I don't I don't get what he's saying there. I'm not I'm not being critical. Like I know every answer he's given up until this point, I've been critical. I get he's saying he's not gonna change his style of play, but he referenced 2011. And then he talked about playing on time. Like, I guess I, I would have liked to follow up. Like, what is, well, I don't know. You can't, I, I, you, I would love a follow up on everything that he says, but <laughs> what, what does he mean? What? I, I don't know what to make of that. I mean, the last sentence, we need to realize who we have out there. Yeah. What does that mean? You are yourself saying you don't trust yeah. anybody. So if you're not going to change the way you play and you don't trust anybody, then how in the world is this team going to have a passing game? I don't know. I don't know, man. Why do I feel I feel worse with every passing minute about this team? Is this is this what the fast food media, the dry, what does Bill say? A fast food world that we live in? Yeah. The clickbait media. Is this what it's doing to me? I feel worse by the minute about this team. I and I don't mean to instill fear. I think they win Sunday. I think they win easily. I think this team still wins the NFC North. I think they are in a terrific position to win the NFC as a whole and contend for a Super Bowl. But it's gonna take time. And that was the question I asked earlier in the last hour. How patient can we be with the young wide receivers and them connecting with Aaron Rodgers? Or, because Rodgers says he feels he's going to play the same, he doesn't need to change anything. If you're going to play the same way, like there are two ways you could go with this. Number one, if you're going to play the same way you always play, the same way we saw last year, very successful, obviously with a lot more talent on the outside and experience than they have now, number one, then Randall Cobb and Sammy Watkins should probably be, be focal points for this team. Unless both of them are just washed up, which could be true. I, time will tell. Probably is true. Yeah. But that's one avenue or the second avenue. And this does go back to the Aaron Jones thing. I get the ball in your best playmaker's hands. He has to be a bigger part of the offense. Just in general, I simplify things, right? You're talking about I, you can't trust because you ask a lot and they don't understand the why and the how. And therefore, ask you can't less. connect with them down the field. Then ask less of them. Yeah, it's simple to me. Yeah, Rogers says he, he's he's not going to change the way that he plays. Look, nobody wants Rogers to become a different quarterback, right? And and I've talked about this throughout the week on my show with Russell Wilson and Rogers and all these aging quarterbacks as they get onto their second head coach or their second offensive coordinator, and 
and they kind of age. They like doing things the way they like to do them. I'm not saying that Rodgers should change who he is, but wouldn't you want your quarterback to adapt and to tweak every year? Because the team around him every year is different. The league every year is different. The rules adapt and defenses catch up and they fall behind. Like a quarterback should look to tweak and adapt the way that they're doing things every week. They don't have to change at their core, but tweak a little bit. We could use some tweaking this season. I don't think that's too much to ask. I know this is an unfair comparison and I'm not asking him to change his game. I'm just changing like him and LaFleur sit down and find, just find easy ways to get him the ball. Yeah. That could be step one. And then you go from there because you still have a really good running game and the offensive line, which, which was, I mean, the offensive line struggled. Rogers was pressured. That has to be said. The offensive line will improve when Elton Jenkins comes back. Bakhtiari, we'll see. And we can get to we'll that. See. But this is probably an unfair comparison. But look at Tom Brady throughout his career. There have been times where he's had Randy Moss. There have been times where he's had Gronk. Now in Tampa, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin. There have been times where there are terrific down-the-field threats. And you really see him uh, take advantage of that part of the defense. There have also been times where he has had absolutely nothing outside a wide receiver. So what do we see as a result? We see James White have an unbelievable career catching the football. We see him adapt to actually have an effective offense, even with the shortcomings of the guys outside. And it's one game, and we're overreacting in a way because the sample size is small. And things could change moving forward because they play the Bears. Could be a good matchup. Then they play Tampa, which will be a tough one. Once we're a month or two months into the season, I think we'll know better, you know, where they stand or where they could go. But I, the adaptation, I think, is necessary. Like just playing the same and I pretty much deflecting to say I need them to get to a point where they understand the why and the how. I just don't think how this team maximizes the amount of games it can win. No, no. If you want to win games and you want to be successful might have to do some things differently. I think Tom Brady's a great comparison. I don't think that's unfair at all. Now, maybe we can set this year aside because we're only one game in, but over the span of Brady's career, I thought you're right. You're right on. He's had deep threats. He's had teams where basically the whole offense was underneath and Brady figured it out and, and maximized that part of the team. Right. And I think we're going to see it with Patrick Mahomes too. He lost his deep threat guy. He lost Tyree kill. So now they're going to have to adapt and change. Also, all of the defenses in football are basically gearing up to stop Mahomes over the top, right? You want to force him to take checkdowns, force these quarterbacks to go underneath. So Mahomes is figuring that out. Josh Allen was brilliant last Thursday night at doing that. It's no different than what every other quarterback in the league has to do. Rogers should be adapting and thinking about things differently every year, which by the way, like would fit right into his whole psychedelics thing, changing up your mindset, right? You want to get out of what you've always done. Like you're laughing, But if we're going to make this a part of football conversation, let's make it a part of football conversation. Part of what psychedelics do is kind of wipe the slate clean, right? Get you out of the way that you used to think about things. You laugh, and I hate myself for saying this right now, but I'm right. (laughs) I'm right. I'm going to cut that. I hate myself for saying this, but I'm right. I I feel like that's every conversation that revolves around this team's offense just in general. Mm -hmm. I mean, the big question here now is let's say Alan Lazard comes back on Sunday and they still go in the same plan, given more touches for Jones and more running. They don't abandon the run game as much as they did, especially in the first half there. Does Alan Lazard make all the difference in the world? Because I personally don't think so, but I, 
Like, does his presence just completely change how this offense works? Because now there is a guy that Rodgers trusts out there. Like, you trust him, but I, I like Alan Lazard a lot. Yeah. But he's not a, he's not a game-changing wide receiver. It might change things on Sunday night, yeah. Because when they get in third down or in the red zone, Rodgers has a guy that he can work with to basically abandon the play and say, all right, Lazard, you do this. I'm going to meet you over there. And and we'll get the yards that we need, which is good. Like you want a guy to do that with, but I don't think it solves the bigger picture issue, right? Just, just playing backyard football with Alan Lazard for one game to beat the bears. That's nice. You get a win and you need to get that win. The Packers absolutely need to win this game on Sunday night, but it doesn't bring us any closer to, you know, a functioning offense with multiple guys who can catch the ball. Right. So I, I don't want him to just spam the ball to Lazard all game on Sunday night because nope. then we're basically last year's team, except the guy we're spamming the ball to isn't nearly as good, right? Or last year's team. Did I say game? I meant last year's team. Yep. Uh, Matt LaFleur also about this whole topic and about Aaron Rodgers. This is from a piece by Rob Domofsky on ESPN. LaFleur earlier this week when he was asked in a press conference about how Rodgers is handling the situation said, quote, I think he's done as good a job as we could possibly expect. He's always hard on himself, and I know there were a couple plays that he certainly would like to have back, uh, just like there's some plays that I would like to have back as well. That happens every game, right? But I think he's done a great job of demanding the urgency from those young guys, yet putting an arm around them as well at the same time. I mean, to me, number one, uh, the turnovers I don't expect to continue. Like when you talk, why did they lose to the Vikings? Why did the offense stall also? Has to be said. Rodgers fumbled. There were the two interceptions. The one didn't really matter. They turned the ball over. That's the same deal we saw against the Saints last year. But when it comes, like, there's all this talk, right? There's talk from Rodgers. There's talk from LaFleur. There's talk from the receivers. You know, we feel confident. We got to put that game behind us. Rodgers wants the receivers to understand the why and the how. LaFleur thinks he had a couple plays he wants back. It's one of those deals where all the talk can happen throughout the offseason, during press conferences, during the week. But on the field, does it actually show up in the play? I guess that's my big question entering Sunday. You know, you know, it'd be fun. We go into Sunday and we just audible rule. We're just not going to audible tonight. We're going to call plays and have a specific goal of execute. And, and we're going to nail that. Does that make sense? I think I might be cutting out a little bit. No, we got it. No audibles. I mean, it makes sense. I'd love to see it. But Rodgers isn't going to change how he plays. That's how he plays. He sees something in the defense. He calls it. I mean, there's the whole deal with, you know, the run checks where maybe LaFleur called more runs and Rodgers checked out because he liked a matchup he saw. I I think there has to be a general awareness from everybody on that offense that those same checks this year are not going to work in the first month or two. If they were working last year or if they've worked throughout your career, because all the all of the things you've said is there isn't the the why and the how and all that from the receivers. Uh, some of those checks, it, it's just not the same setting. This goes way. This goes back to the whole deal of, you know, do you expect this team as a whole to bounce back? I do, obviously. The defense will play a lot better. The secondary will be a lot more sound in its assignments. Uh, the de- they can win games just by playing good defense, and they'll win a lot of games this year. But it's not the same as last year where you knew everything was still going to work because they had the personnel there. And right now, I mean, Watson has talent. Dobbs has a lot of talent. I, we've seen the talent show. It's like, does yeah. the ball actually go to them? I would love to see. I 
we always go back to the Arizona game and there was no Devonte. Um, Rodgers getting the ball out fast. Lazard, I believe, have a big game. The running backs had a big game. I would love to see something like that where we're getting the ball out fast to Christian Watson on the outside. Manufacture touches. Confidence is grown by having successful plays, right? Mm -hmm. Like if you could do all the things in practice, but if you get in the game like Watson did, drops the first ball and then is trying to bounce back but doesn't get the ball the rest of the game until Jordan Love comes in, like manufacture yeah. touches, build confidence. Like I, I don't know stack. I, I don't want to use McCarthy's word, but stack success here. Stack success for the young guys. Just yeah, manufacture their touches on the outside. The Bears, I, they're the Bears. It's a ten and a half point spread. Lafleur does not lose after a loss. This shouldn't be like oh we have to press to score a touchdown late in the game to tie the game. And if they do, then there's a real problem with what we're dealing with right now. But it shouldn't be that situation. So manufacture touches for the young receivers. Get them going and find a way to operate the offense that actually works consistently with A.J. Dillon not being your leading receiver. Well, that's a good start. Huh. Yeah, that's, that would be a really good start. I'm worked up I today. Just, man, it, it's frustrating because I remember early in Rodgers' career, the 2010 playoff run, like you remember against the Eagles. Sorry to bring this up. <laughs> I remember, was it going into halftime or coming out of halftime? James Jones had a touchdown in his hands, just dropped it Yep. in a must-win playoff game. And then against the Steelers in the playoffs, Jordy Nelson had a couple of drops. And Rodgers didn't used to have an issue going back to guys. In fact, I remember him specifically doing it intentionally, right? Jordy would drop a pass in his third year. He was young and very far down the depth chart. Jordy would drop a pass. And I remember when I was young, seventh grade, I'd be like, oh, Rodgers will go right back to him. And he did. I want that Rodgers back. What happened? What happened to that young, trusting, maybe naive in a good way quarterback that I used to love so much? Yeah. I still do. I still do. But you need to go back to the elementary school thing. You need to you need to teach the young wide receivers how to learn before you pile on information. Mm. And how they learn is seeing success on the field, at least I think. And this isn't this conversation we're having, this needs to be said. It's not an it's not a long term, even season wide thing. It's a right now. How does the team and offense get going as the season goes along? What do we need to see for Sunday to not happen again? Because last year Devontae was there and they had the ability to just go to him when they needed it. And Rogers knew that the whatever checks he made, like he said, he would just wave to Devontae and he knew what he was thinking. And then boom, seventy yard touchdown. That seems quite impossible this year. So how are they going to find a way to get off the ground and get going? So I, I don't mean to be alarmist here. This isn't like the sky is not yeah. falling, but yeah, yeah. well, I think you're kind of peddling fear porn about my Packers. If I can be honest with you. Oh, come on. Being a bit, <laughs> dude, you, you might've seen my tweet, but I heard Mike Greeny this morning in the 10 minutes of get up that I watched while drinking my coffee. He asked the panel, which I think was Bart Scott and I don't know, Dan Graziano. He said, in Green Bay, is it R-E-L-A-X or S-O-S? I'm like, I wish my apartment wasn't on the second floor so I could jump out <laughs> and end it all instead of just breaking my leg. He, by the way, I'm not mad about the overreaction. Maybe the Packers stink this year. I, I don't know. I just, the way he said it, I'm like, man, that S-O-S or R-E-L-A-X. No, but that's. Yeah, we need to step up our game. That's not where I'm at. 
Not not even close. I think this team's fine. We're going to get to Sunday's game. I think they win easily on Sunday. I think they win the NFC North. I'm confident in the in the roster and the team as a whole. It's just like, what's the story from week one? It's the fact that Christian Watson drops the touchdown. Uh, the offensive line does struggle, but he drops the touchdown. Rodgers doesn't go back to him the rest of the game. One catch for nine yards after that on a couple targets. So I, I don't mean to pet, like I am high on this team still. I'm high on the defense. Wait, wait. Were you really about to say, I don't mean to peddle fear porn. Yeah. Were you about to say that? <laughs> yes. I love this show. Yes. And this is even, this is the Thursday after a loss. This isn't even the Monday. I think it gets more fun as the week goes along. Cause you get like half baked theories about what went wrong and you can dig into a McAfee interview and a Wednesday presser. And then Clemens comes in and you know, Clemens, you know, I, I talked to a certain someone who knows a certain someone and, he throws a little special spice into the mix too. Well, it gets more frustrating when after what we saw on Sunday, Rogers talks for lack of a better term, or at least in the, in the, what he said, the specifics of the rookies and all that stuff, given what had happened and the context of just the entire career long. And in the last couple of years, yeah, yeah. It, it objectively gets tougher. 877-867-1670. You want to react to all of this, you can. Let's go to the phones. Line one. You're on the Bill Michael Show. Who do we got? Mitch. What up, Mitch? What's going on, man? You guys just need to relax. Wow. I've been... We're 0-1, Mitch. I refuse. I'm a Packers owner. This is my business. Well, you're, you're getting way... Some of your points are valid, but you're getting way too stressed out over Roger's words seriously well I can't disagree like I'm not uh, it's just like on and on it's like I mean things will things will be good I know and I have trust that they will be I think this will be a really good team but I mean to achieve what what they need to achieve and one of Roger's last years I think there are improvements that have to be made it's just like oh, yeah. after watching, it's how I feel. I can't come on and just, you know, blindly well, be confident it's all going to work itself out in that specific realm. Well, there definitely has to be improvements. But just, uh, I mean, you guys are like, it's like Rogers is the devil here or something. No, 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 no. That's the no, no. way it's coming across. Well. <laughs> well. Grant, I defer to you. Stop. You're the host. You're supposed to. De- no, 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 no. You, I defer to you. Rogers is not the devil. I, if I didn't love Rogers, I wouldn't care this much. Exactly. And it, and if there wasn't the confidence that he is right now, I mean, the back-to-back MVP and one of the best quarterbacks of all time, this conversation, you know, wouldn't be had. It's because the standard is high, right? Mm-hmm. So I, mm-hmm. and he has a high standard for the receivers. I just, I just want to see it all work. This, this conversation is a product of the standard for the offense and for his play being high, which is a compliment to him. And I mean, he is the reason that the Packers are the Packers right now. Let's be honest. Mm-hmm. So I don't. Hey, I, well, we've had callers, most notably one who called in and said the best thing for the Packers thanks, would be if Aaron Rodgers went on injured reserve. We're not saying that. Well, Dave from Monona, I've learned I've taken valuable advice to just go against whatever he has said. <laughs> Fade fade dave's takes yeah that's funny so all right 877-867-1670 you want to chime into it we'll talk about the bears game coming up next i i didn't mean to start with this negativity but i'm worked up today so a lot more to come we'll talk about the passing game we'll get into what is to come on sunday what has to be better what do you have confidence in improving that is coming up that is grant bills i am ben kenny it's it's the bill michael show 
covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. All right, we are back. It is the Bill Michaels Show. Deep breaths have been taken, Grant. 877-867-1670. You want to chime in, do it. You disagree? Chime in. I would love to to outline more thoughts as we go throughout today. Uh, Grant Bill's coming up at noon, talking fantasy football with the great Paul Charchian. How he looks at the Packers offense on Sunday against the Bears. Interested in that? Uh, interested all the storylines yeah. around the NFL from a fantasy angle as well as start sit decisions and all that good stuff coming up at 1230 we have our NFL picks for the week Bill sent me his tough week uh, for me and Bill last week but I, I am here I've been said I either want to be as bad as possible at picks so people can make money fading me or mm. as good as possible so people can make money tailing and I am neither so far so we'll see as that goes along. 877-867-1670. Let's go to Jeff. What's going on, man? Hey, Jeff from Appleton here. And uh, nice, good show as always. I uh, just want to piggyback on what you've been talking about. And uh, and I don't think the last caller is correct. I don't think you guys need to relax. I think you're right on. Um, but one thing about the, what the one point you hit is Christian Watson drops the ball. You don't go back to him for three quarters. Peter Bukowski, you know, one of the the podcast guys and the social media guys, he posted a whole bunch of clips from the the All-22 tape on, on, you know, from the game and showing plays over and over again where Christian Watson was very open, very open. Before Rodgers was getting hit, before he was going down, he was just just not a not a possibility in the quarterback's eyes at that point. So I think you know, one of the things, as good as he is, he's a Hall of Famer, and people are going to scream, I'm nuts, he's a Hall of Famer, what else do you want, um, things like that. But in, uh, in the final game last year, he passed up Ho- Josiah Duara to go to Randall Cobb, who was double-covered. Josiah was uncovered. Yeah, Lazard uh, for Devontae. And he passed up. And he passed up Lazard for Devonte. But by the same drive, you know he's got to get over the habit of he's got to let go of some of this. You have to earn my trust. I'm, I'm going to go to my old buddies that I've loved for ten years. Thing he's got to let go of that because those are those are drive killers. You pass up one guy who could be a 15 yard gain, it kills a drive. That's huge. So I'm I'm going to let you guys talk. So yeah, thanks. Appreciate the phone call, man. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy chime in I mean I don't like I don't mean to be full negative I'm not negative on this team at all I'm still extremely high on this football team my whole thing is I just don't see the offense like I did coming out of week one last year where the personnel was there last year and the personnel is different this season it's all it's been a storyline all offseason and it's a big storyline this week entering week two and this isn't like a you know sky is falling conversation at all it's as we move forward what needs to happen for the offense to operate better because yeah they didn't operate well in minnesota like it's that simple to me rogers is brilliant rogers is great right he's won multiple mvps he's gonna be a hall of famer he's probably a top what number should i settle on top 10 quarterback all time top 12 higher top eight definitely i i mean you could argue five but that's one of those okay. arguments that's unwinnable but up yeah. there no doubt just for the sake of you know conversation i'll say top eight guy all time he's brilliant but i loved your brady comparison earlier 
Brady's been great all along, but based on the team that he's on, the roster around him, what the NFL is doing around him, he just makes these little tweaks. He's still Tom Brady, but he makes these little tweaks to maximize the team around him and to be as successful as possible. Rodgers, you're great. We're not asking you to be something you're not, but just, you know, take a look around you and see if you can't meet your guys halfway, right? Do something to help them, you know, expedite the process of, of figuring out the offense and, and being contributors. And listen, if tweaks are made and the passing offense explodes throughout the year as we move along, I will be the first one to come on these airwaves and praise him for doing it. Praise yes. young, praise the receivers, praise LaFleur for the plan, praise Rodgers especially for adapting. It's just this is a projecting forward kind of conversation. What needs to happen for this team to really reach heights and win the NFC North and achieve what they have the potential to achieve? So I, it's not that I don't have faith. I, it's not that I think it won't happen. It's that it needs to moving forward uh, for this team to find a lot of success. And this falls on the floor too, right? Like this is also on the floor when he's creating a game plan. Can we find easy completions to young guys? Can we scheme ways? Can we create space or at least create space with guys that, you know, the ball can get to them, whoever it is, Cobb. Uh, Sammy Watkins, the young guys, the running backs. Like the big story is, again, Aaron Jones touched the ball eight times on Sunday. I don't think we see that again. I think he touches him more. But can we rely on the run game more? Can we find ways? uh, uh, Can the defense, I mean, honestly, perform so we can play from ahead? Like these are things that will be worked out. It's going to be a very successful team. Um, And I'll come here. I will be the first one to open a show and praise Rodgers when it happens as we move forward. It's objective that in week one, it did not happen. And I know many look at the game and say, oh, it's fine. They'll be okay. Uh, just like last year, the same thing happened. I understand that point of view. I do. I just, I, the personnel is objectively different. Like th- this different is a di- different offense yeah. and a different team and different coaches for that matter. A lot of yeah. Hackett, Getsy, a bunch of guys are gone. Like it's a different team. So it's a true, like I'll believe it when I see it kind of deal. Yes. That's where I stand. 877-867-1670. I actually, I had this bookmark, Grant. I think this could be a good time to play it. Um, So you are an Office fan. Yeah. I've seen The Office probably twice, three three times maybe. All of it? Probably not all of it, but like the, the best episodes. I've seen it start to finish at least once, but... Probably like I'll throw it on Comedy Central on Saturday morning or whatever. I've probably seen all the episodes, at least most of the good ones, a few times. You bounce around. Yeah. Okay. I yeah. understand yeah. that. Uh, I don't really understand the people that watch it through succinctly over and over again. It's like eventually yeah. you would. I'll, ex- I'll admit something. When I was in high school, I played an absurd amount of Minecraft, like a ridiculous <laughs> amount of Minecraft. And I, I was in sports. I worked out every day year round, but like my hobby I just got together with my buddies and just grinded <laughs> and we would have it on in the background. So we'd play Minecraft for, you know, six hours and the office would just roll in the background. So background of Minecraft there. with the office in the background. Yeah, that is uh, hard to replicate. I would say yeah. I, I long for it every day. I hate being 24, 25 years old. I just want to be 18 again, just working out in my wheat field in my Minecraft world with yeah. Steve Carell cracking sexist. <laughs> inappropriate jokes in the background you will be hard pressed to find uh any equatable situation with young people I know. 877-867-1670 you want to chime in do it so brian Baumgartner, actor in the office a noted golfer big fan of 
a bunch of the golf stuff he does these days. He was on Good Morning Football today. He's a big Packers fan, massive Packers fan. And he had a thought on week one. And we're going to play that when we come back. What did he have to say? What's the reaction to it? That is coming up next. That is Grant Bills. I'm Ben Kenny. It's the Bill Michaels Show. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michaels Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Welcome back, Bill Michaels Show. Grant Bills, Ben Kenny. He is on Twitter at Wisco Grant. I am at Ben Z. Kenny. You can chime in that way, 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. It's how you get a hold of the program as well. Where are you at on this passing game? Uh, do you think, do we need to relax? Do I need to relax? Uh, as, as one caller put it, I mean, it's one of those deals, Grant, where, uh, like, I, I don't mean to be negative Ben today. It's just how the cards fell. And I, there are many things that transpired to lead us to where we are today. I'm going to be positive for three minutes here. You ready? Okay. Yeah. Matt LaFleur. Yeah. We mentioned yesterday, not great after bye weeks. The one thing he is terrific at is after a loss. He is unbelievably good throughout his career after a loss. Aaron Rodgers, 20 and seven against the spread against the Bears in his career, including six straight covers. The Packers have won 11 straight games after a loss and are 11-0 against the spread in those games. Rodgers, touchdown to interception, 26-1 to in those contests. Rodgers uh, against the Bears on Sunday Night Football in his career, 23 touchdowns, zero interceptions. The Packers, 22-2 and at Lambeau since LaFleur took over as head coach. Matt LaFleur has not lost to the Bears in his coaching career. I'm positive about this game on Sunday. I'm positive about the team. I am hesitant to instantly crown this uh, despite what we saw last Sunday to instantly crown the passing offense as you know good look I love the positivity that you're spreading I, I want to push back at the idea we're being negative today I don't like that why is it just because we're excited and we're you know raising our voice a little bit and like why does that make us negative we're not negative the Packers lost on Sunday right and we're breaking down what's going on with the offense and why they only scored seven points so I Hey, let's let's take it easy with the accusations here that we're being all negative and hating on our quarterback. That's, that's not what's going on here. I mean, I think we're trying to find a solution, right? We're getting creative. We're spitballing. We're brainstorming. To many, it's never about the quarterback. And in the world of the NFL, many times it is both success and lack of success. Packers, yeah. obviously, one of the more successful franchises in the last 30 plus years because of the quarterbacks. But Mm-hmm. To many, it's never about the quarterback. 877-867-1670. Let's go to line one. You're on the Bill Michaels show. Who do we got? Dave. Hey, what's going on, man? Hey. Dave? Hey, yeah. Hi. What's on your mind, hey, man? Uh, I, I just wonder if, if you guys really watched the game. I mean, it looked like the offensive tackles were like third stringers at best. I mean, they couldn't, they couldn't uh, break a hole for any of the running backs. Um, they gave Rodgers no time. I mean, it, it it wasn't Rodgers. I mean, you know, he's he's playing checkers beaten. I mean, you guys are playing checkers, and he's playing he's beating big blue uh, or deep blue with with chess. I mean, he's on a whole different level. I mean, it isn't he isn't out there saying I don't want to win. I, I want to 
just uh, hang out and lose because my my uh, my first or my second round draft pick dropped the ball the first time I, I laid it in his lap. I mean, he was running around like a chicken with his head cut off. I'm not going to say the offensive line was good, but I mean, we've seen it with the offense before. They ran the they attempted 18 rushes on Sunday. Like it's, it can't all just be Lafleur abandoning what, what, the rush. What was it's, their average though? What was their average rushing? Six point two. Did pretty well. The offensive line sprung some good runs. They did extremely well. It, it's one of the deals where I mean, Rodgers has said it, it, he needs to be on the same page as the receivers, and we have seen throughout, especially recently in his career, the checks at the line of scrimmage. That is where he is the best. And running the ball 18 times, it's not only just LaFleur on the sideline calling plays. Rodgers has an equal hand in what the offense runs, and overall it wasn't effective. Like There there yeah, wasn't enough you know, quick stuff to the outside. They couldn't get the ball in their receiver's hands. So it's not only – the offensive line wasn't good. I'm not going to sit here and say it was good, but it's not only them. Well, we, we've seen this in the past with, with uh, Rodgers when um, guys can't get open. And, you know, I know you're, you said that, that a lot of the, uh, the receivers were open and they looked like they were open from time to time. But he, but he never throws the people that, you know, I mean, a lot, a lot of the passes have to be on timing. He has to let the ball go before they make their cut or whatever. So, they, mm-hmm. they, yeah, they may have been, may it looked like they were open, but maybe they ran the wrong route half the True. time. I mean, Lazard's going to come back, you know, this, this week probably, right? And that's going to change a whole lot of what's going on. And yeah, you you know they do they do need to get Jonesy in the passing game a little uh, heavier, and that'll open up the run game for Jonesy and, and for Gillen. But you know, I, I don't think it's just uh, Rogers sitting back there thinking that he's you know pouting or whatever. No, by no means am I saying that either. I I think it's Lafleur. Offense in general, they have to get the ball in the playmakers' hands more effectively. And one of those is to get the ball to Aaron Jones, whether it's passing or running the football. I, just in general, it's how can the offense operate, you know, to its best efficiency? And that is the quarterback. It's the head coach. It's everybody within that unit. Um, so I, whatever it is, they scored seven points. And Aaron Rodgers had a tough game. And then he is now, you know, he's not on the same page as everybody. So that leads me to think you have to change a little bit and ease people in, which I don't think they did a great job of. Yeah, and it, you know, it's it's not the end of the world. It's one game, like you said, and uh, you know, every year it seems like they, they're you know, they're just they're just playing practice, and and they come out, and they're it doesn't seem like they're they're, they're warmed up and ready to go, and they they drop every first game of the year. But um, you know, they they bounce back. You know, they're 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 gonna they're gonna they're gonna pick it up. They're gonna they're gonna pound the bear's ass this weekend so it'll be fun i i got you i agree with that i appreciate the phone call man 877-867-1670 let's go back to the phones line two you're on the bill michaels show who do we got oh go ahead sorry about that no it's okay man i was just saying my name but anyways i just want to kind of throw some input and i don't think you guys have been being whatever word people want to use towards this team you guys just sound like a fan x i mean you guys sound like a host but i mean at the end of the day you guys sound just like a fan would it's like you know what i mean get it together you guys are excited about it you know what i mean grant bill sounds the same every day when i listen to his radio so i mean i expect that <laughs> yeah weird him, you know? so, Unhinged. But, weird and questionable yes um but no i just want to i just want to uh 
to Grant real quick. I called your show the other day, and I told you every game that we lose this year, one of the reasons I'm going to – one of the people I'm going to blame is Rodgers. And the fact that he didn't go back to Christian Watson after he dropped the ball, that is – in my eyes, that is completely just Aaron Rodgers' fault. People dropped the ball. Big-time big time receivers, you know, that's been in the league, veterans, they dropped the ball. You know what I'm saying? So, like, yeah. it happens. Like, but you can't not go back to a player just because they dropped the ball. And then uh, for them to wait. Also, in, quickly, this so, isn't only. I, this isn't just Rodgers and uh, the reason they didn't go up to Minnesota and get a win is him. There's so much more at play. The defense yeah. obviously struggled right. guarding on the back end. The offensive line struggled a bit. The overall cohesion wasn't there. This isn't by any means looking at one guy for the reason the team is zero and one. We're just looking True. forward to say where True. can they excel and how can they replicate last year's regular season blueprint. Yeah. There was, if you don't mind real quick, there was an article that came out a few days before that game, and mm-hmm. it said Matt LaFleur and the Packers don't know what they're going to do against the Vikings. And I haven't seen an article like that before, seasons before, games before. So in my eyes, I'm like, were they just completely not even ready to start the season? Because that's what it just seems like. And it seemed, seemed like that last season when they lost to New Orleans that first game, and it was like it's the same thing that happened this season. Are they just never ready to start a season? Because it's like like you guys were saying, after they lose a game, then it's like they get it together after that game. So it's like what is really going on? Are you guys, are you guys not ready or something? But that's all I wanted to say to you guys. Good morning, by the way, to both of you. And I got I you. To really say. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate the phone call. Thanks, Marcus. Uh, I mean, th- there's the preseason thing which we agree on. I just, I'm going to live with it. Yeah, it's fine. No, I don't care about it. Like it it is what it is. There's a whole season ahead. We saw what happened last year. Like things are totally fine in general. You just need to see the offense, try to find ways to get explosive and, you know, find ways to get the wide receivers, the football, when you don't have the personnel you had last year out there. That's what it comes down to. You mentioned it's not all on Rogers. We're not saying this is all on Rogers, but Rogers is their best player. And he's the player that touches the ball every play. So if we're kicking around solutions or things that you can tweak or adapt moving forward, let's go start with Rodgers. It's almost it's almost a vote of confidence in Rodgers, how much we appreciate him because we are putting the onus on him to do this, that, and the other thing. It's not negative. It's 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 a positive, really, when you think about it. That I agree. 877-867-1670. Coming up at noon. Fantasy football, the great Paul Charchian joins us. Coming up at 12.30, we have our NFL picks for week one. We did not play the office clip. We will get to that after Paul Charchian. I know there's an office analogy in there that Grant was uh, excited to lay out for the public. We're going to step away, take a quick break. More of the Bill Michaels show. Again, Paul Charchian coming up at noon. Uh, More Bill Michaels show. Grant Bills, Ben Kenny coming up next. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Now, in Green Bay, here's Mike Clemens. The Packers practice in pads, getting ready for Sunday night football against the Bears here at Lambeau Field. Wide receiver Alan Lazard is back from an ankle injury after being stepped on in practice a few weeks ago. Guard John Runyon is in the concussion protocol. He was working out on the sidelines. Rookie Zach Tom talked about jumping in the left guard and adjusting to the game against the Vikings. Honestly, after the first snap, it just everything really slowed down. Um, obviously, I had some things 
I messed up, you know, a lot. Once you're out there and you're just playing, it's just about going full speed. And if you're going to make a mistake, make it full speed. And um, I feel like I did a pretty good job of that. Now, there's a lot of former Packers on the Bears staff. Former guard and center Lucas Patrick is now with Chicago. Equinemia St. Brown is now one of their wide receivers. And former Packers quarterback coach Luke Getze is now the Bears offensive coordinator trying to develop Justin Fields. Matt LaFleur. Yeah, I think he looks more decisive out there. And I think that's a natural progression Obviously, I know Luke Getze very well, a guy that I have the utmost respect for, and I know he's a damn good coach, and so I'm, I'm sure he's really helped his growth. The Bears' new head coach, Matt Eberflus, talked about reviewing his long list of rookies and undrafted players. We have to get better. We have a young football team. We have to improve in the fundamentals of the game. You know, obviously we always look at the, the effort and the intensity which we played and how we took care of the ball and being smart, we always do that. Justin Fields says he's impressed by Getze as a coordinator. He, he knows a lot, so just, you know, him being with Aaron for a long time, you know, he just, you know, kind of teaches me the ins and the outs of the offense, you know, just the most efficient way to run the offense. So just making sure, just executing on all of us. That's Bears quarterback Justin Fields. In Green Bay, I'm Mike Clemens on the Bill Michaels Show. Welcome back, Bill Michaels Show, Ben Kenny Grand Bills on this Thursday. Coming up next, Paul Charchian, Guillotine Leagues, joins us to talk fantasy football for the weekend. If you have any questions, start sit, all that good stuff at Ben Z Kenny on Twitter is the best way to ask it. Uh, Zach Cruz, Packers Wire, tweeted this out a couple minutes ago, Grant. Mm. Matt LaFleur talking in the media, and we'll we'll get some of his comments later on in the show. On David Bakhtiari, quote, he had a good practice on Wednesday. Even when he's fully back, he's not going to practice three days in a row. It'll be a day on, day off, day on, end quote. Uh, Elton Jenkins returning when he does. I feel good about him being full strength, and that is a huge boost to this line uh, because you could reshuffle. You get Newman back on the inside. It's It's a line you feel much better about, no doubt, when he returns. Bakhtiari, I don't like I'm not all in on on his ability to come back and be David Bakhtiari until I see it. The signs are not great. I expect Elton Jenkins to come back and be great. We saw we saw Brian Bulaga do it twice for the Packers. It's not unheard of for an offensive lineman to blow out their knee, come back and be great. And I think Elton Jenkins will be. He's proven to be kind of a monster just from right when he entered the league as a rookie, playing different positions and just being great everything he does. So I have faith in Elton Jenkins coming back. And I think that'll make a big difference. Just him coming back. Bakhtiari. I don't know. It's very bizarre. We saw that video of him limping. And I guess Lafleur said that's nothing out of the ordinary. Is it bizarre that he won't practice back-to-back days, even if he's playing? I don't think so. Uh, just okay. given the nature of what he's gone through, but I don't know. Lafleur said he had a good day. I I'm not going to, he's going to be back on the field. It's one of those, but in a game, does it look like David Bakhtiari? You know what I mean? And if I see it and it looks great, then we're back and all is good. But it's one of those, I'll believe it when I see it kind of deals. We're going to step away when we come back. Paul Charchian joins us, guillotine leagues. He'll break down fantasy football for the weekend for us. What does he see from the Packers? Dak Prescott goes down. What does it mean for the Cowboys? All that good stuff is coming up. That is Grant Bills. I'm Ben Kenny. It's the Bill Michael Show. The Bill Michael Show Podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe.